tuned in to Forward the Hamlet. On this week's show, we've got an interview with former Dulwich player Billy Crook. Stephen Desmond of the 12th Man Scheme talks about the match against the Metropolitan Police. And James Massini of the Pigeon Stands has a roundup of the Hendon game. I'm Jack McEnroy, and here's Hugo Greenhouge talking to Billy Crook. Billy, how's the season going so far at Met Police? Enjoying it. Um, I think we just went into playoffs now. Um, home form's really good. We've uh, drawn two, including today, and won seven. So I think if you have a good home form and pick up points away, you, it's always stands you in a good stead for the season. What was it like playing against your former club today? Yeah, it was um, obviously a lot of mates still at Dulwich. Some have moved on, but um, yeah, I have a lot of respect for Dulwich, for the management. And the fans, of course, is a bit funny at the corners when I'm on the post and <laughs> hearing you on a, you're missing it and that. And no, I, w- I always always look out for Dulwich even now. So it was a good experience. Yeah, good to catch up with your friends. Yeah, uh, spoke with Shav, um, Naira, and uh, I know Ashley Carew and Dean McDonald who joined the club this season anyway. So um, yeah, all of them and the staff said hello and that. So. How do you think things went last season, like personally, at uh, the club? I played a lot of games. I thought I did well throughout the season. Not standout player, but I've done my job reasonably well, I'd say. And um, even when asked to play in other positions, I think I did that well. But it was disappointing towards the end to not get in the playoffs and the injury. Mm. The last month, I, I wanted to be a part of it, but things happen and I'm sure Dulwich will be in the playoffs again this year What what do you take from your time at Dulwich in terms of what you learnt? Um, I think Gavs and Kev Junior probably one of some of the best coaches I've worked with non-league so um, just formation like I like that formation where they play the same way and they take it up from the youth so everyone that comes in the team knows the pattern and um just to play every game like someone's watching really because at Dulwich you do get that so um, everyone was hungry and Gav always said that make sure you um, treat every game the same and put every hard work in because enjoy the ball but when we ain't got it work hard so yeah I'll take that from it you mentioned sort of being moved around quite a lot is your position a lot more stable now yeah um, when I was here before I kind of cemented that role as a, not always the deep line midfield but um, always centre mid to, to get the team playing and um, obviously at Dulwich there's other players that can do that as well and my job was really to feed the boys in front like your hands Nyrens and whoever's playing in front but to play in I can't. I, I was comfortable at right back, but I always felt like I wanted to join in a bit more. But I was. I had to do a job, and I, I think I did it all right. Yeah, you looked a lot more comfortable playing the sort of deep midfield today. Yeah. I thought you started out at Peterborough. Yeah, about right. And you signed your pro contract with Darren Ferguson. Yeah. What was that experience like? Yeah, um, it was uh, in the championship as well. So for a young kid to be even on the bench and stuff at big stadiums Nottingham Forest Swansea yeah it was a great experience just a shame because Ferguson left two months into that contract and he was the one who gave me my chance so 
had to impress other guys and it just didn't work out but Ferguson um, he's been successful so I do take a lot from him as well yeah and he's got a good reputation with working with non-league players do you think it's a good club for Ostuma to be at yeah um, when I when I found out Erz was going there I thought that's a good move because um, he Ferguson does like non-league and he ain't scared to play him as well and just just the fact he's given number 10 as well like shows I spoke to Erz and he said the interest he showed and showed him goals from Dulwich showed he's done his research and um I hope Urs does does the job with it. I know he can. I know we all know he can anyway. Yeah, definitely. So after Peterborough and Moray and saying you went to the Glen Hoddle Academy, yeah. yeah, in Spain. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, that's good because um obviously in Spain it's a it's a different kind of culture and it suited me a bit better really because it's more technique than physical and these leagues are physical sometimes mm. Dulwich. I remember last season we'd go to like last off away and it, it would be hard for us because they know if we can't get it down we have to think of a different route and uh, in Spain it's always that they stick to that and um, they're play, uh, coached by Glenn Hoddle every day really in the sun <laughs> cool downs in the pool no, it was a good experience um, I, I, I do love Spanish football to be fair what's Glenn like? Glenn he's um Bit of a, he is a bit of a show off, really. Like he'll do a demonstration and like chip the goal and say you can do it like that. But everyone, he just demands respect because of um, even now. I think when he's doing punditry, I think he talks a lot of sense. And I heard a, a lot of old England players say he was one of the best England coaches. So yeah, I think he's, um, I think he's the man, really. You've been back in the newspapers again with uh, with Ian Wright. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, um, it's the reason I come back, really. No, um, the last time I was here, we reached the first round and I got a bit of publicity because of Crook. And um, this year, Ian Wright followed the team each round and um, I had to meet him at Scotland Yard. I didn't know how to wear that onesie, the black and white thing, but I did it. And he, he dressed in the police and I got to hold the FA Cup but the people were so on me saying no don't drop that and all this I was like you're the one who's put me on put this on me but um, Ian Wright was ledge down to earth just how you think he would be and yeah. he yeah had a lot of time for him he was at Dulwich for a little bit as well yeah and yeah non-league so he's come up yeah done his thing so how old are you now 24 and what what are your prospects at the moment? How do you how do you see things playing out? My prospects, like the reason I went to Dulwich, the first place, because I knew people were watching and being in a team that would be successful, and uh, it was just again trying to be seen, maybe by a higher club. I'm gonna be realistic. I know football's it's a short period of time. I'm 24 now, still not young enough, but I had to get a job and stuff, but as long as I keep playing the way I play although I could add goals because I think the midfielder unless a scout's coming down and watching and seeing that's what you're good at if they're reading the paper and see Crook scores again it's, it gets people thinking you know like that's what Shav's doing now as well and that's what's good for him because he's adding goals and if you're a goal scoring midfielder you're always going to get looked at so that's what I could add but 
24 I've always played this way so I don't know I'll just keep playing every game as I can Next Stephen Desmond has more on the match against the Metropolitan Police but before that a reminder of the two ways which you can support the show one use the Amazon link on forwardhamlet.com whenever you're shopping on Amazon and two get a t-shirt from forwardhamlet.spreadshirt.co.uk you can also follow us on Twitter at forwardhamlet Hello and uh, welcome to my uh, super fast review of the Met Police versus Dulwich Hamlet game from a couple of weeks ago, which was um, uh, not as beautiful an affair as this lovely song you can hear in the background, which is uh, Fuena Cruz by Nick Cave. I play it for contrast and um, irony purely. Um, so it was the first game we've been to in a little while, me and the missus, we've been on an extended holiday, so we, it was good to uh, catch up with the... Fairly, fairly small group of um, assembled rabble in the bar for the game. It uh, wasn't so great to see the game itself, to be honest. We were pretty lackluster throughout. So, we, I mean, as early as the second, third minute, we could have gone a couple of goals down. They had, um, they hit the bar, they had a couple of r- really good moves down our left. And, um, yeah, and a couple of well-worked, well-worked corners. After that, we kind of built into the game a little while. I thought we... Sorry, I'm going to turn Nick down a little bit there. He's getting he's getting noisy. Yeah, so we, we worked our way into the game. Zav was probably our most likely throughout the game, especially in the first half. And it's great to see him getting a, a, a good run of games, coming to a bit of form lately. Uh, but, yeah, there weren't really too many chances. Um, McDonald also had a, a couple of half openings in the first half. Good movement, tricky feet at times. Um, but really, really tight. Um, the, the second half, a bit more open. Um, uh, Clunis looked looked our most likely in, in the first, certainly the first 10, 10 minutes of the second half. He clearly needs a bit more, a bit more time to get back up to speed. He's, since he's come back from um, from his little niggly injuries, he's not quite on it. Um, and we we really need him, I think, up there. Um, yeah, so second half, a bit more open. Um, but not a huge amount of clear-cut chance. It was more pressure than anything. Uh, we, yeah, we forced a series of good corners. We nearly got on the end of a few. Um, I, th- I think we had massive fun when, when we did win corners with, with Billy Crook behind the goal. He was giving us a good smile and a, and, and a wink now and again. He actually had a great game for them. I thought he looked really good. Don't, not, I don't think we, we miss him too much, but um, he's a great lad and... Um, he was one of their best players on the day. Actually, nearly won it for him, right at the death. Um, had, a, had a real good shot, just over the bar. Um, but you know, the game was yeah, the game was a funny one. It's a, it's uh, they've gone on, gone on a real good run uh, just before that kind of second half September into first half October. I think we had five five wins in a draw, or something like that. Uh, maybe one of them was a cup game, um, and it felt like we were on a really good good run and, and built momentum and it's gone a little flat since then um, but having said that I'm pretty positive it's you know we're, we're great in the back um, we're looking well organised well structured just lacking that bit bit up front um, and that police game was one of those where I thought Amici could have been really good and I still feel a little at odds that we that we got rid of him um, doesn't doesn't quite make sense to me but I think we're yeah Forbes and Pinnock at the back have been fantastic all season and um, yeah, I think we're I think we're not far off it. So hey, look, Met Police had a really good home record. Have a really good home record so far this season, and um, and we may well look back on that. I reckon come March and think that was that was a pretty decent, well earned point actually 
away from home, good clean sheet, um, and and it gives us platform to, to build on. You know, we're uh, we're not losing, and that's and that's good. Um, so onwards and upwards, Met Police Neil, Dulwich Hamlet Neil. This is me, Stephen Desmond, reporting in, and um, you know, back to Nick and the beauty of him. If you were at the game on Saturday, you might have seen the new issue of the Moral Victory fanzine on sale. For a mere pound, there's a For the Hamlet advert in the front cover, pointing out to people, showing the advert in the programme, we need to get people that don't listen to podcasts listening to For the Hamlet. James Massini now talking about Dulwich Hamlet versus Hendon. On a day when the written word was very much the talk of the terraces, Dulwich failed to write any headlines of their own, and so they played out a nil-nil draw at home to Hendon. Firstly, there was um, some well-deserved pats on the back and congratulations for the um, well-written article in The Independent, focusing on the great work that supporters have been doing in recent months and years in getting fans through the door, culminating in that record-breaking attendance a few months ago on non-league day. Um, Apart from some bizarre nonsense about cheese and wine parties in the uh, in the rabble it was uh, I think a, a really fair piece that had been written. Second of all there was uh, much further and excitement at the arrival of issue number two of the Moral Victory fanzine um, and you know everybody I've spoken to thinks it's absolutely brilliant um, I think it's a real uh, a real boost to the uh, to the Hamlet's uh, already you know unique repertoire and uh, long may it continue it's a it's a really uh, really cracking read. Um, on the pitch, uh, Hendon uh, had uh, very much set out to frustrate uh, their captain, Kevin McLeod, uh, had no grand designs of victory and they really looked more Neymar than Neymar in a fairly uh, utilitarian performance from uh, from them. Uh, they did manage to restrict Dulwich to just a few long-range efforts in the first half. Probably the highlight for me was uh, seeing Ethan Pinnock's uh, marauding run from the back, uh, bringing back some memories of Peter Adeni during that promotion season a few years ago. Second half, uh, Dulwich got a little bit more of the uh, a little bit more of the ball, and the game uh, game really opened up. Um, Sean Mikulski had a couple of good chances. He's uh, he's really turning into a promising player. Um, he managed to have the ball in the back of the net at one stage, although it was flagged for offside. I was level with the uh, with the lino, and it was probably probably just about offside. So um, yeah, I can't really argue with that. Um, shortly after that, he was put straight through on goal, um, but never really got the ball under control. He did uh, did did manfully well to uh, get a shot off, but by which stage the keeper was only a yard or so away and managed to smother it quite easily. Towards the end, Makowski was uh, brought down in the box, having his standing leg uh, scythed away from him by the Hendon's uh, by the Hendon defender. Um, as is very much the way this season at Champion Hill, um, the referee uh, seemed to miss it and uh, didn't give the penalty, although it looked uh, pretty clear cut from uh, from where I was. Um, and the game really sort of drew out to a to a nil nil. Um, I think another positive would probably be Shane Brown who. When Hendon were counter-attacking towards the end, uh, pulled out a great save. He uh, also adopted the sweeper-keeper role a couple of times, and looks like he's uh, he's, he's turning out to be a, a you know a cracking substitute for uh, for Phil, who's uh, hopefully going to be back in a few weeks. Um, so yeah, onwards and upwards to Chalfont next Saturday, and uh, let's see how far we can get in the FA Trophy. That concludes this week's show. We'll see you in a fortnight. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a comment, a rating. No news on Harry Otway's snacking habits. 
Although at the Hendon game he did have a litre bottle of mineral water and he was generous enough to give Dean Lodge a swig. Forward the Hamlet is part of the Holdfast network. Other podcasts on Holdfast include Southland and Hardcore, this week talking about the history of the Elephant and Castle, Process, conversations with comic creators, Lord Herc this week, and Left Field Shout, widescreen film talk for the Pan and Scan generation. Go to holdfastnetwork.com or search Holdfast Network in iTunes.